Welcome to Divine Messy Human. I am your host, Amanda Kate, a self-mastery facilitator who flips the paradigms of what it truly means to be a master of self. This podcast is for those wanting to move to center stage in their lives, find their divinely sovereign self, and break free from societal conditioning and programming that enslaves us. To truly embrace self-mastery, we need to have compassion for all that we are, connected to the divine, messy as F, and uniquely human. This is a space where we learn radical self-love and acceptance, remembering who we are as true beings of light. I am here to lead you as you explore the freedom and abundance that self-mastery leads to when we choose consciously and deliberately in our daily life. Each week we will cover topics from the following areas, our body and physiology, energy systems, subconscious programming, parts and inner child work, our intuition, divine connection and quantum ascension. I am so excited to have you on this journey with me. Listen in, get a cuppa, and enjoy. Welcome back, Divine Messy Humans. Today, I wanted to talk to you about something that I am just realizing are three interconnected processes, and I don't know why I haven't really put them together before. I'd put together the fact that the dark night of the soul is our awakening journey. It is how we get started on this path. But what I've just realized is the heroine's journey is also that awakening journey. And often that heroine's journey is the dark night of the soul. It is that part where we really start to question who and what we are in this world. And recognizing that these three pathways are so intimately interconnected has put a lot of things together for me and just given me a whole heap of clarity around where my clients are, where I have been in the past, and I'm sure will give me, you know, insights into my future and my direction going forward as those next challenges arrive. But what happens in those journeys, the awakening process, the dark night of the soul and the heroine's journey all sort of start with this questioning. Is this all there is? Why do I feel so confused, overwhelmed or stuck? I've been living life by the playbook that I've been given. It's like I've been ticking all these boxes. I've been doing all the things I should do for a successful life to gain notoriety, success, acceptance, love, whatever it is that we've been striving for. And often what we've been doing is living to that patriarchal model of what the world expects from us. And this isn't about gender difference. As I always say, this is the archetypal journeys. And the patriarchal system is about power over. It is about comparison and competition. It is very much that wounded masculine aspect. Now we all have the divine feminine and divine masculine and the wounded feminine and wounded masculine. The more that we can bring our own perfect balance together, the better off we are because we start to recognize our patterns and be able to move into the choice of how to behave differently to get different results. And I think the awakening, the dark night of the soul and the heroine's journey all take us on that path. What happens often is in that 
you know, confusion, that overwhelm, that stuckness, the constantly feeling like we're chasing our tails and getting nowhere, feeling the imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome is spoken about so much out there, and I'll probably do a podcast episode on it in the future, because imposter syndrome is not your problem. The problem is the belief systems that drive the imposter syndrome. And this all ties into this life that we have been sold that we should be living that is actually not our life. And what we do in our subconscious mind, because we're always looking outside ourselves for the answers, we end up betraying our own values. We end up betraying our ideas, our true wants, our true needs and our true desires. Those things that really resonate deeply within our heart that we desire in this world, we brush aside because it's not socially acceptable or it's not what we've been told we should want or it's not what the people that we have been trained to be are supposed to do. So all of this conditioning, all of these beliefs, all of this external influence presses down on us. Now, the beauty of this is in that pressing down, in that creation of pressure, all of a sudden we start to crack open. And this is where I often say to people in the healing journey, the questions are the more important part. The more questions we ask, we don't always get more answers, but what we do is we get better questions and more questions. And those questions then take us further down that healing road. When I tend to get answers, I actually start to question the answers these days because I don't believe anything is set in stone. There is always a new layer to uncover. There is always a new process to um, to become awake to. Because the fact is, with our conditioning, we've been swimming in the water since before we were conscious of even being in water. And this is that awakening process, that dark night of the soul, the heroine's journey is awakening to the fact that, hang on, I've been conditioned. Which bits of me are conditioning? Which bits of me are other people's belief systems? Which bits of me are other people's expectations? Which bits of me have been so molded and shaped by other people that I don't know who I am anymore? And what for me feels true And this is that journey inside that we really need to go on, on this healing journey, is to be able to go inside. The whole idea of starting to question everything is to wake up from sleepwalking through our life, wake up from being on autopilot, wake up from making the choices that everybody else has told us that we should be making to be successful. And in that process, we start to put up boundaries. We start to move into less people pleasing. We start to stop performing, stop being who everybody expects us to be, that they've trained us to be. And we really start to live for ourselves rather than living for other people. And that ruffles feathers. I'm not going to lie. I've lost a lot of people on my journey. Some I've really had to grieve and other people I've chosen to move away from because they're not on the same path as me. 
And that's okay. It doesn't really matter, but it's really important to recognize that when you've had no boundaries and you go and put boundaries in, when you stop living for everybody else and you start living for yourself, it does ruffle feathers. It can create issues in relationships that can sometimes be insurmountable. What happens through this awakening dark night of the soul and heroine's journey is we really start to choose ourselves. We start to look inside and what are my true values? What are the values that I live to? Not just values I profess for external appearance. What do I actually live to? What do I embody? And what do I take out into the world? They are my true values. And those values are what we start to live to through this awakening journey. We also start to look at all of those conditions that we've started to recognize are impeding our lives. We try them back on. Does this fit me? Is this what I want to do? Is this who I want to be? Is this how I want to be in the world? Is this how I want to behave? Is this the kind of partner I want to be? Is this the kind of mother I want to be? Is this the daughter I want to be? You know, all of these questions come up and what we have to do is try them all on for size. Does this still fit? I used an analogy with one of my clients the other day. Some of her belief systems were like trying to squeeze into her T-shirt from when she was three years old. It's cutting off blood supply. It's way too small for her. She's completely and utterly outgrown it, yet she's still trying to wear it as something that fits in her life. And so when we can start to really question what's going on under that surface, we can start to feel a little bit more of that life-giving life force that we've been born with. Tuning into our inner landscape is something that we have an innate ability to do, and yet we've been trained away from it. If you think of a baby arriving in the world, the idea is that the parents are able to hold it lightly so that it can unfold. Like a rose or a lotus, it naturally unfolds into the beauty that it's meant to be. But what happens because as parents, we already have all this societal conditioning, we have our parental conditioning, we have our fears, our expectations, our desires for other people. We have all of this stuff already. And what we do instead of allowing our children to unfold is we mold them and shape them into what we think they should be. Now, as adults, once we start to realize that we've been molded and shaped into these things that don't suit us or don't fit us, is we then have this choice to awaken. We go through these dark nights of the soul where we're almost forced to awaken. We go to those heroine, that heroine's journey where we need to travel inwards and start to uncover the truth of who and what we are and want to be in this world. We start to wake up to that fact that do we really want to live other people's lives? Whose lives have we been living? And what should our life look like for us? It can feel really dark. We can feel lost. We can feel unsure. We can feel depressed. We can feel resentful. There's a lot of emotions that come up that can be really super uncomfortable because we've never gone to those places before. And this is where working with trusted professionals can be an absolute godsend. I would not be where I am today without having had incredible supporters in my corner, both ones that I pay and friends and my lover, my children even. 
people who are supporting me along this journey to believe in me when I haven't been able to see the road in front of me, when I haven't believed in myself. They've still seen that light inside me. And having those cheerleaders has helped me get through then that next dark night of the soul, that next level of awakening, that next heroine's journey. And having people like that to hold space for you as you do unfold is just such a beautiful gift. So start to ask yourself, are you looking for, for more meaning in this world? Are you looking for more connection? Are you wanting to discover the unfoldment of who you are and start to look at what you've been molded into and ask some questions about whether it still fits you or whether you've outgrown it. These journeys can be painful. And there's a number of different ways I like to, I guess, describe it with clients. But one way that's come up a couple of times in the last couple of weeks is that story of the butterfly. Most healers and people in, you know, use that uh, analogy of the butterfly to show where people are going. And yeah, you know, the caterpillar makes himself a cocoon and, you know, hibernates, does his thing and then comes out as a butterfly. But the bit that they don't talk about is between caterpillar and butterfly, that caterpillar literally turns to smush. It doesn't have any shape or form. It doesn't know what's happening. It doesn't have a conscious awareness that, you know, oh, don't worry, this is a short-lived thing and it might be, you know, I might have turned to smush, but, you know, when it's time, I'm going to reform and I'm going to have these beautiful wings and I'm going to be a different life form. That is part of our journey. And I've often felt like that smush in the cocoon where I haven't known what shape I'm going to take. I haven't known what's coming. I haven't been able to see the road ahead of me. And all I've been able to do is trust and surrender that I'm on the right path, that the right people are guiding me, that I have the right support around me and to be open to what is unfolding for me, to choose what I keep and what I look at to go, this doesn't serve me anymore. And I know there will be always more and more and more layers to unpack from this. Because as I said, we didn't know we were in the water until we went into these awakening or dark nights of the soul processes or into the heroine's journey. We haven't recognized it because we're wet. And until we start coming out of the water, we don't always know what conditioning is there. So being open and being curious in the journey can really help get you through some dark times. Let me know how this resonated. Remember, we are all connected to the divine. We are all messy as hell. And the more we can honor and accept our divinity and our messiness, the easier our human existence becomes. Sending you love till next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. If this podcast resonates with you, please follow, like, share and review so that we can get this message to as many divine souls as possible. Never forget that you have all the answers within you. You are God's source made human and sovereignty and abundance are your birthright. If you can imagine it, you can make it manifest in this physical reality. Huge love until next time.